What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our socials linked down below. We're almost at 100 followers on TikTok. The TikTok views have been doing better than normal, so we appreciate that. Same TikTok, so if you are on, or on Instagram, it's the same thing. Make sure you guys hit that follow button, get us to 200. Twitter, we'll, most of our updates are going to be as well. Um, YouTube Shorts, we, are, we drop shorts almost on the daily, uh, so... Just help us get there. Audio, make sure if wherever you guys are in the wherever you guys are wherever you guys are in the world, whatever platform you guys use, download it, rate it, and view it. We need to check how Brussels is doing, so make sure we check that out afterwards. Um, yeah, but without further ado, let's just get right into it. Um, what the fuck? I was looking there. We're fumbling. We haven't fumbled in a while. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR Podcast. Before you get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our socials linked down below. We're almost at 100 followers on TikTok. You guys are giving us the support there, so make sure you guys keep continuing it. It helps us a lot, and we appreciate it. Same stuff on the Instagram, almost at 200, and Twitter. Uh, get us to 50 at least. All the updates go there as well, sometimes videos as well. Um, audio platforms, wherever you guys listen, whatever you guys listen on, make sure you guys rate, review it, and download it. Uh, uh, we gotta check out how the numbers are doing there, especially our favorite city that's not North American, I guess. The Brussels, Brussels, Belgium. So uh, we've got some support there. Let's see if it's actually continued. Um, five hundred. We're almost at five hundred followers. Uh, well, we, we're less than a hundred away from five hundred followers. So subscribers. Hold, subscribers. Sorry, and make sure you help us get to that. You know, before a year anniversary for starting the pod slash YouTube channel back, which was in May. So yeah, we're nine months in, going nine strong. Nine months in, yeah. Look out, uh, check out, look out for some solo pods, non-sports pods coming out, hopefully soon as well. But without a further ado, let's just get right into it. We got some sad news to start off with. We got some NFL news, which we'll talk about later on. But this is uh, NFL related, but more on the human side of things. Uh, unfortunately, in Kansas City during the Kansas City Chiefs Championship Super Bowl parade that happened today. 22 people were hit by gunfire in which one has passed away. 21 were injured. Among those 22 people, eight of them were children. So, obviously, in broad daylight, stuff happened. Um, the person that was killed was a mother of two identified by her radio st- station as a DJ. So, obviously, that's a loss there because, you know, people listen to local radio and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, sad, sad news. Again, we're not political at all we are never really political because a we just don't like politics in general but b you know we just we keep those views differently aside right and i don't know what's happening in the u.s i know we've seen a lot of stuff happen before and i'm not saying it's just the u.s because yeah it may not be gunfire here as often as the u.s but there is gunfire that happens in canada you know the 2019 raptors championship parade stuff happened right if i'm not mistaken yeah so it sucks from from a human perspective. You know, you're, you're there to celebrate your team, win a championship, your city, win a championship. Two years in a row, which hasn't been done in over almost two decades. And it's sad. And the fact that children were involved is, it makes it even more sad. Like, you know, I know you could control. you. Uh, it's certain things. It's just weird, right? It's obviously a loss for words because... Wherever you are in the world, I'm not even talking about the U.S. It's like it seems like it's not safe to go to movie theaters, malls, schools, where you're supposed to be safe, 
now championship parades and all that. So unfortunately, that's the life right now. And we hope that um, it gets better soon everywhere. And we hope that the person, the, the DJ's family, who uh, we first of all, we re- wish rest in peace uh, to the person who passed away and condolences to uh, your family and friends and everybody involved. Um, prayers to everybody that got hurt or has to go through that trauma mentally or phys- and or and physically as well. Yeah, um, hopefully the world just could be a better place soon. Yeah, so it just sucks, right? It, like, it was supposed to be celebration. It was supposed to be happiness, and then this happened, and that's just like the worst part, right? Like, you know, you're out there celebrating your team who did an incredible job winning two years in a row, but the thing you had to worry about was your safety and ducking for cover, basically. Um, so the girl, uh, the, the female's name was the DJ Lisa Lopez Galvin, who was the host of Taste of Tejano, so a Latino-based um, family. Uh, she's also labeled as an extrovert, makes sense as a DJ. Uh, but shout out to the some videos that went around social media, and shout out to those fans and civilians that tackled, at le- I think, one of the shooters at least, and the police, I believe, have detained them. So again, we don't know the reason. I know there's a lot of, different reasons why people do stuff and we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about why it shouldn't happen um yeah so shout out to those people hopefully they get recognized in some way possible um whether it be by the city and the team uh so obviously it sucks for the chiefs players and families that were there because they were there to help bring joy to that um city unfortunately based on reading this article it's not like it's a one-off for Kansas City. They have struggled long with gun violence, and in 2020, it was among nine cities targeted by the U.S. Justice Department. And in 2023, the city matched a record with 182 homicides, which mostly involved guns. Yeah, so there's that. Like I said, we don't really talk politics much at all, next to nothing. So yeah, once again, rest in peace um, to the victim. And... Hopefully, peace is blo- uh, back, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and especially right now in Kansas City, prayers to everybody. Um, another, I guess, a bit of politics we need to talk about, uh, and this hits home for us because now it's round two, I believe. And the farmers' protests are back in India, us being Punjabi, us being from the Indian descent, even though we're Canadian-born, but we have parents that are from India. And we're only bringing this up because, again, uh, we still got to do our research, so we don't want to spread any misinformation whatsoever. But in terms of um, just how what's happening in India, once again, we're back to what happened in, what, 2021, was it? Yeah, it just feels like we're back to square one. You know, there was an agreement, and obviously it's not followed, uh, causing protests again. And, uh, yeah, so it sucks because... You know, that's how they make their living. That's how they make their living. Yeah. And then it's getting taken away from them once again. So hopefully the Indian government could do um, right one again. And let's see. Let's see how that goes again. We're not going to spread too much misinformation, but, you know, we're with the farmers. If there's no farmers, there's no food, as everybody says. Yeah, exactly. Check out Khalsa Aid. They're doing what they do best. Ravi Singh Khalsa and everybody there helping out. And yeah, we'll leave it there right now. And hopefully, we, if we have any information, we'll pass it out. But in the meantime, let's just, you know, turn it into a happy mood again yeah. and get get the sports in. And um, let's start off with the NBA. 
we're officially not officially um i think this is like the last day because it's, it's a wednesday for us uh for our all-star break before it begins and we got some very interesting news this morning that i don't know if i want to believe it or not but it is woge reporting it and there's a whole article on it so he deserves the credit at least but it's that lebron was targeted by the warriors and at first apparently it was the owners talked so joe lacob right yeah i believe it's joel i forgot his name yeah uh i'll double check quickly <laughs> but called genie bus yeah oh uh, yeah joe lacob uh, called G- genie bus about lebron then it went down from mike donlevy to uh rob Palinka. obviously clearly the trade deadline has passed and nothing came out of it and uh that I don't know. Do you believe the reporting or what? Because I mean, it's Woj. Yeah, I believe it because it's Woj. <laughs> At the same time, there are misinformation stuff. Like, does it really matter because it didn't happen? So, like, do I have to? Does it really matter if I believe it's it or LeBron, not? It's LeBron. Not gotta, really. We need to try to clickbait a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So <laughs> I know, but like, does it matter? No. But at the same time, that was very interesting because we're like, okay, Warriors. We've never heard LeBron be involved like yeah, this, something and like Warriors is supposed to make a move, and they're just like, ah, screw it. We're just gonna get some random guy who's not available. So who's also the best, one of the best of all time. <laughs> who is yeah top two great yeah. of all time. Uh, Golden State Warriors swung for the fences at the trade deadline, making an unsuccessful attempt to convince Lakers star uh, LeBron James, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, aka Woj, and Ramona Shelburne of ESPN. Apparently, both owners spoke with one another over a 24-hour window. Draymond Green, clutch client, talked to. Uh, obviously, Rich Paul as well to try to get him there. Supposedly, um, it wasn't just the Lakers who turned it down. LeBron turned it down as well. Partially because the Lakers are actually not doing bad. And it is a historic franchise. I'm not saying Golden State isn't, but Lakers are different. Um, yeah, and LeBron could be a free agent anyway, so he could still join them if he wants. Brian Windhorst also said on first take that, like, hey, I know Steph and LeBron want to play together and wants to be coached by Steve Kerr. AKA Team USA in the off yeah, so in the off season when Olympics, they play for the Olympics, right? They know what they tried, yeah. Right? It wasn't gonna if happen. it's true. They tried. If it, it's not happening, it yeah. wasn't gonna happen. And the situation of them play together was gonna happen in the Olympics, right? There's no, there's no chance that LeBron or Steph, barring any injuries, are not gonna play in the Olympics, especially when LeBron is coming out after the FIBA. Saying that, like, yeah, we need to. What do you think? Was gonna, do this again. What do you think it was going to be the legacy of LeBron mainly because he would be joining that team and even Steph again? Now Steph has one on his own. LeBron has yeah, one it's on nothing, his own. Nothing so tarnishes. They're but fine. they're like, oh, but you joined your biggest rival in the past decade, essentially. That's yeah. that's the talk. That part doesn't look. Yeah, it doesn't look good. But does it tarnish what they have done? No. No, no. It must yeah, be exactly. So I don't. I'm talking about that part. It's, gonna like, be, it's a different story when Kevin Durant did it. Yeah. It's nothing like that. Not not even close. So yeah, so LeBron, yeah, it was interesting. That's that is for sure. Um, like, I caught me by surprise, especially when someone like LeBron is gonna get traded. But we thought Kevin Durant was never gonna get traded, and he did. So yeah, I mean, anything could happen. But yeah, it was definitely weird news because the Warriors weren't the only team apparently that expressed interest. In come the Philadelphia 76ers and De- uh, Daryl Morey. Morey apparently called about LeBron as well. But not only that, he called the Suns. About Chris or Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal separately. Listen, shoot your shot. Like everybody says, shoot your shot. <laughs> but was that a little bit of like um, delusion in that? That they were going to, especially the Suns, are going to break that big three up 
Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So the thing is this, were the Suns ever going to break, break the big three up? No. M- maybe next year. But d- definitely not this year when, my they, question, when they just got assembled. Question for both teams is who, who do you have really to give up <laughs> as well that would benefit Yeah, like how, how are you going to get them, right? Like, it's like the fact that Suns probably have to pick up the phone three times and say no instantly and cut the phone, right? Like it makes, yeah, shoot your shot, but it makes no sense <laughs> at the same time. Like there's no chance. There's absolutely zero chance that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, so that's it pretty much for that. Obviously, we'll see what happens in the offseason if LeBron actually leaves and joins Steph as a free agent, which will be hilarious, but f- a scary duo for the league, even though LeBron will probably be, I think he'll be 40 next year. But yeah, let's let's move on. Let's talk about, you want to talk about the All-Star or do you want to react to the uh, all before All-Star teams and stuff like that? Yeah, we'll, we'll react to the season so far. Um Overall thoughts so far, just as a whole, as a season. Well, like it's a decent NBA year, you know. A lot of parity. A lot of parity. Obviously, there's like you no know, question marks, you know, how the Bucks gonna look coming to the year. Celtics, obviously another team. Suns. A lot of there were a lot of good teams, right? And uh, it's different, especially when the Clippers are looking healthy too. That's also a big factor as well, factor as well because Kawhi is out right now, but right? Like. Yeah. Because their issue is just health, and then you obviously get Lakers, the West in general, the East. You obviously have your, like a top four or five teams who are solid, especially now with the Cavs and Knicks, or who been on decent runs as well. Can make it a little top six. Knicks are kind of they're on a four game losing streak. <laughs> so well, I mean, they went on a good run. They went like, on a good run, yeah. but now they're on a four game losing streak. Well, we'll, like, talk, we'll start off with the West. They're Let's, also injured. So yeah, we'll start off with well. the Western Conference first. Obviously, Minnesota's first right now. OKC's second with the game behind. And then it's the Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, and the Pelicans round up the top six at the moment. They're at the playoff spots. We'll talk about the play-in in a second. Obviously, we know that out of those six teams that listed, three of them are true contenders in your eyes, right? The Clippers, Suns, and Nuggets? Yeah, for sure. Okay, those so my three. question to you is, how would you power rank, and how would you give them their chances against each other if they were to play each other in the whether it be Western Conference Final and Semifinal, uh, Clippers are the best. Okay. Clippers are the best. I say this every year. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they're healthy, they're the best team. Okay, now, define health, because now they have a lot of depth in terms of star power. But let's just say Kawhi is out for whatever reason. They need all four of their guys. Well, well I'm not counting Westbrook. I'm only counting Hart. Or three guys. I yeah, mean. I'm not counting Westbrook. I, I mean, honestly, like, no, they need Kawhi more. <laughs> the Kawhi's out, yeah. They could survive. Who do you think they could survive with the, without the most? Westbrook, Harden. No, I'm not including Westbrook. Probably Harden because they did it before, kind of. I. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because clearly he's the playoff choker. Exactly, right? he as well. But I feel like his role here is a lot more different than the other teams, right? I I, I want to say Paul George because I we've seen Kawhi what he does in the playoffs and he could do and and then. James Harden could still play me because they don't have a point guard otherwise that you trust. Yeah. Like, I trust James Harden more than Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Right? So, for that reason, I would go with Paul George. It's not like... But then, again, like, let's just say it's a Paul George-less team against the Nuggets and the... Uh, I'm not going to say the Suns, but the Nuggets. Are you taking the Nuggets? A Paul George-less one. Uh, uh, probably... Probably the Nuggets, yeah. Okay, but... Uh, they, okay. they have to be healthy, bro. They have to be. They, there's no other chance for them. How do you... Okay, so you said... Not, okay, back to full Fully, health. <laughs> full we'll health, yeah. Back to full health. You said the Clippers are first. Then who is it between the Nuggets and the Suns after... I'll probably still give it to the Nuggets just because they've, you know, they've been there, done that. 
already the Suns really didn't win, right? And uh, their big three hasn't, obviously up until this point, you know, recently they're playing together, but like not much compared to what they are this season. Probably 10% of the season, they actually played together. I want to see what their lineup is again. A lot, we'll like, do a lot more. It's clear that like on. the Suns do have the better star power. Don't get me wrong, but chemistry is huge, and the Nuggets been doing the same thing over and over again for the last. The Suns five have years. figured it out. They've won the last. Yeah, they have figured it out because zone. the three are healthy. They're playing together finally. But that's the issue. I'm giving the Bradley uh, Beal is an injured, injury prone player. Kevin Durant gets injured. Devin Booker is the healthiest really. <laughs> of, of those three, and that is a concern because he gets injured too. So. There's a lot of there's a lot of concern in Phoenix when you come down to health and also depth, which the Clippers and Nuggets don't have those issues, um, especially depth wise. Obviously, Clippers do probably have health issues. Okay, I should have done this before, but I'll look at it. We'll we'll look at more details after. The reason why I'm going with the Suns a little bit more is again I'm we're assuming health, right? Because if we're talking about injury prone, then <laughs> the Clippers are probably worse. And then, then yeah, yeah. Then the, then but there's the, a, we're also have depth. The Suns don't have anyone. Bradley Beal goes down. Who's replacing Bradley Beal? No one. I think the Kevin Durant alone was still like if do that. if James Harden goes down, Westbrook could fill in as a playmaker. Sure, sure. I'm not saying that, but okay, yeah. For me, by far, Clippers are the best. They've been the best. I think they have the best coach out of all of them, which is not saying too much because as good as Malone has been. Vogel, yeah, different story. But again, Vogel. They added Royce O'Neal, which is big. They added Thad Young, which is big. Thad Young, yeah. I'm not saying he's gonna come in and play. Um, meaningful minutes like that, but leadership-wise and everything, he's he's the perfect guy, right? Like your team didn't really want to lose him, but there was no point keeping him as well. Yeah. I, w- I like listen. I don't think he would have fit the Lakers to a T, but again, off the court, he would been like he would be that Jared Dudley for us. Yeah, like for he was sure. Yeah. Year, right. I'm more intrigued to see a Suns Clippers series, obviously because of the star power, right? And I'm not saying nothing against Jokic at all. You're right, hundred percent right. They have the chemistry but they also did lose a key part of their chemistry which was Bruce Brown and Jeff Green as well we'll see how they do with Christian Braun with an elevated role uh, Reggie Jackson a little bit more of an elevated role again because these guys didn't well Braun did but uh, Reggie Jackson did not right so out of the West these three teams I am intrigued by the most just yeah. especially just because assuming health you want to say it's the Suns or the Clippers are going to go to the finals and right now both teams have amazing playoff performers. Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. At the end of the day, yeah, can, yeah. you can't say one is clearly better than the other. They're similar. It depends if you go down the list. Devin Booker, we've seen done it before. Uh, Paul George has been up and down, right? And then obviously James Harden has been up and down. And Bradley Beal, yeah, he hasn't been far, but he he's done well with the Wizards. with the Wizards for the most part, right? But... Yeah, uh, again, we're going to have more reactions as we go on, but we'll keep that there right now. But those three are clearly the the teams to beat out of the West, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. They are. Um, they've been performing. They've been living up to what they were supposed to do as well. How much of a chance do you give the Timberwolves, Thunder, and Pelicans uh, in this case? Uh, Timberwolves, I'm really surprised by how well they're doing. But at the end of the day, when it comes to playoffs, they're not going to play well. They, they haven't been the last couple of years. Thunder, obviously, up and coming team. Don't check out our video. Don't yeah, check out that video. <laughs> uh, don't expect much from them either this year, especially this year because this is their first real test, right? Um, apart from probably Shea and then Lou Dort, right? Everyone else is gonna be in the playoffs for the first time. Gordon Hayward's there now, but oh yeah, and 
but like the main core. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Pelicans, they've never had a, like a healthy roster in the playoffs, right? The one year they did make it, there was no Zion, and obviously they did take the Suns to six games. Bi man, he's he's yeah. pl- proven that he could play. Like he's playing like he's that like Davis Pelicans, Pelicans good. I do like the Pelican squad. I really do. It's just that we haven't seen them together often, right? And uh, it just doesn't work out like that re- very well. So you but know, the funny thing if is, they could stay healthy, they they could be like they'll be my surprise team. The for funny sure. thing right now, how it's labeled, I don't think it's gonna finish off like this because we'll, we'll do our final prediction soon. Pelicans, Clippers are ranked right now the first round matchup at the three six, and then the Nuggets, Suns are the four five off the bat. So, obviously, off the bat, we're going to get one of those teams we talked about earlier. Let's talk about the teams that are in the plane or looking in the plane. Um, obviously, clearly, Memphis, Portland, San Antonio, they're done. Done. Right? Finished. Houston is now four games off 10th, which is occupied by the Golden State Warriors. Do you think they will get in or will put up a fight to a certain degree? I mean, they're putting up a fight, right? I can't argue that they won't put up a fight. You know, Fred Van Lee, still decent. Injured as well. Oh they yeah, went on a four-game losing streak recently. They lost so Van five Leeds, out of their last. Yeah, six. Van Vliet's still decent. Brooks is obviously bouncing back incredibly, and uh, obviously you have Ime Odoka, who's a great coach himself. So they're gonna put up a fight. I ultimately do believe they will miss out though. Okay, and then uh, how about Utah? They made some moves to the deadline. I, they're also they're two games out at the moment. They just lost to the Lakers. Yeah, well. no, it, they're, just, they're just not good enough. So man. I feel like I feel they're like they're not top, good enough. Both I feel like teams. the top ten are set at this they're, point. They're set. So seven, the Mavericks, eight, the Kings, nine, the Lakers, ten, the Warriors. Yeah. First of all, that's gonna be a hell of a play, and if that's how it stays, I ultimately think the Mavericks will move in, and one of those teams will drop, which is probably the Pelicans. Um, assuming right now. Who would you take between Mavericks Kings? One game. One game? I'll probably take the Mavericks. Okay, so they'll be your seven seed. They'll be taking on the OKC Thunder. OKC an upset alert right off the bat. Well, yeah, for sure. When you have Luka and Kyrie, obviously, <laughs> you know, it, 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 honestly, I don't even know. Like, it, the, the Mavericks might be an upset alert. Yeah, the thing is, case. like, we have to see Shea be the guy in the playoffs. And like I said, he will become a superstar if he does this two years in a row. But, I'm yeah, going to year gap because uh, that's what I gave how, Luka. How are they going to guard Shea anyways, <laughs> first of all? Shea? Yeah. On their perimeter, is going to guard Shea. Like obviously they loaded True. up. They loaded up interiorly. But who's, gonna, who's on their team is going to give Lou Dort, bro? We seen Lou Dort clamp up James Luka Harden. Still, still I know Luca's Luca, but we seen Lou Dort legit stop James I Harden. F- I have more faith in the one-two punch of Luca Kyrie than I do with obviously Shea and pick one between. Yeah, yeah I do that. I, and Chet. I yeah, for sure. Don't get me wrong. They're like we seen Kyrie hit like the one of the biggest shots in history. Okay. And we seen Luca drag his team to a conference finals. And right now the Lakers are two games off eight, but who do you have between Lakers Warriors one game? Lakers, there's no question. Uh, Warriors are turning around. They're right turning now. around, but and we said it before. If as long as you have this guy on the screen right now, Andrew Wiggins is turning it around as well. Uh, but Steph, like I said, this team again, we we call them a loser because they didn't make moves. They're lucky that Jonathan Kaminga's balling out. But as long as you have Steph Curry, you're always gonna have a chance. That's the thing. But how much of a chance are we gonna give it? The Lakers we'll had the Warriors you, number. You can't con- like the fact. I'm a Laker fan, and I'm not confident saying the bro, Lakers. Bro, the Lakers have the Warriors number recently, right? They beat them in a play-in before. They beat them last year in the playoffs. It's this the, one's like this one's like elimination, and you're out. Yeah, you lose and you're the, out. The Lakers beat. Uh, yeah, that one was a seven-eight though. Yeah, but they still won a play-in game, right? These yeah. guys might get auto quarterback though. <laughs> <laughs> they might, yeah. But yeah, no, um, I'm I'm confident the Lakers just because of, as a squad. 
you know they've been better. They're finally figured out their lineup, which is yeah. Good. They've they been better at, in general. Like yeah, at their worst, the Lakers are still better. Okay, so then that means the eighth seed comes down to the Kings Lakers, one game. I probably have to go with the Lakers just because you can't go against I, LeBron, the, right? The thing with this one is like the Kings always have the Lakers number for some reason. Keep in mind the Kings would be. That's home. playoffs, man. You already know when True. when when something's on the line. We've seen the in in season tournament. Your squad always picks up their game. So that being said, the first round matchup would be Timberwolves Lakers. Tim- oh yeah, Timberwolves <laughs> on upset, upset alert. Uh huh. They on upset alert. Uh, t- bro, they're the, they're the underdogs. What do you mean upset alert? <laughs> no, they well, I would still put the Timberwolves the favorites. I wouldn't put the Timberwolves because the last year the Grizzlies case. were the favorites. No, that that's true. That's the case because, you know, I don't know. Because home court is the Timberwolves. Yeah. But I'm saying upset alert because of the one seed match. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you're saying that we could have a playoff between the one and two seed, according to this, will be out. Yeah. Yeah, no fair. Because, like, the like, Lakers did it last year. It's so competitive, right? And, like, when you have, like, these veteran guys who've been there, done that, won it all against these up-and-coming teams, like, you know, the Timberwolves, right? Especially led by Anthony Edwards. You have the Thunder led by Shea. They're young, te- they're, they're young players. They haven't done what LeBron has done. Yeah. They haven't done what Curry has done. They haven't done what Luka or, I mean, Kyrie has done. Well, Luka in a way. Luka in a way too, yeah. But, yeah, no, the funny thing is we're talking about this right now, but literally, with maybe after a week or two we talk about oh, it's going to change. It's going to change. I won't be surprised if everything flips. It could be Lakers a Lakers are yeah. like, literally the Lakers and the Warriors are four to five games out of the sixth seed. Well, no, it's not. This is definitely not the end. Like, this is not the final thing. And then the one and four seed are separated by two games. Yeah, it's all, like, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a different one seed, for sure. I, I don't even think, I think the one and two seed are changing. I, yeah. don't, I don't think they're, they're not. So staying. you're confident over the 10? Oh, the, yeah, the, the 10, the the 10 season, are in. I guess yeah, the 10 say. are in. Okay. We already know our 10. And those but, like, you're not confident with the top six at the moment. Oh, they're all changing, bro. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Eastern Conference very quickly before we give our all-star predictions. As mentioned already, the news that Young has signed with the Suns already. But right now, this is your one seed. Very clearly, six games ahead is the Boston Celtics. Then it's the Cavs. Then it's the Bucks, Knicks, who are on a four-game losing streak. The Sixers, who have obviously lost the last couple. Um, I know they won recently, but like that was the one they win. Uh, Kyle Lowry officially announced. And then Indiana Pacers are sixth. Finishing out your plane right now, seven is Heat. Then Magic, who fell off now from the beginning of the year. Then it's the Bulls, and then it's the Hawks. And then the teams outside looking in. Or Brooklyn, probably. That's what you're going to say? Yeah. Raptors are finished. Uh, Wiz- Charlotte, Wizards. I, I, there's there's no point to mention the other three. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. To, uh, Brooklyn's out. I feel like the, these 10 are the 10, ten that are going to be out. I think the 10 is guaranteed. I only want to... I could see Magic collapsing. But that's sev- that's a seven-game difference from 11. Yeah, I know. But I could just see him collapse. I could see the Bulls collapse. Or the Bulls as well. Those but two, again, like, yeah. y- your team is five games out of the 10th seed right now. Yeah, we'll see. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think the tenor is guaranteed. It's done. Well, your team just needs to figure out how to, and Scotty needs to figure out how to play. As yeah, no, we're done. Guy we're and done. Be a bro. young leader. We're done. <laughs> I'm just thinking general. Yeah, I know. Like overall, but we're not gonna talk about the Raptors right now. But let's talk about it. Um, out of the top six, do you see Miami going in it? They're half a game off the Pacers right now, and two and a half behind the Sixers. Uh, and three behind the Knicks, if you're wondering. Yeah, I can see him. Um, with Embiid injury, I could definitely see him replacing the Sixers for sure. Um, Pacers, I think, will survive. Right, especially. I think the Sixers will be a playing team. That the Sixers that. next four games. They just lost to the Heat, by the way. 
Knicks, Cavs, Bucks, Celtics. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's <laughs> 0 and 4. It should be 0 and 4, <laughs> realistically. Well, Knicks are up in injuries too. So. Oh, yeah, Knicks are injured too, yeah. So 1 and 3. Okay, so you're confident with Boston as a 1 seed, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Cleveland is two games above the Bucks. Do you think it's them two are just fighting for two and three, or, or do you want to throw in a Miami or keep mm, the Knicks? It's those Knicks? two. It's the top th- we are in Boston's one, and then two and three are between Bucks and Cavs. Moving on, I think I think the Knicks should get the four seed, right? Ho- hopefully they get the players back healthy. OG's out, obviously Randall. Is Randall back? No. Randall's out too, then obviously those are big losses for them. And then uh, five and six should be the Pacers and Heat. I don't know which order, whatever order you want it. And then seven should be the Sixers, in okay. my opinion. Speaking of the Knicks, they had a controversial loss against the Rockets. Did you see what happened with that? It was like a non-call on Brunson, right? No, they called the foul on Brunson. They called it on Brunson. Okay, and yeah. they're protesting it. And if the ref came out and said it if too. It goes, yeah, and if it goes through, they might have to put the last five minutes of the game again. Oh, wow. In an empty arena. Because they don't play each other again. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> I've never seen that happen you, before, right? Yeah, do you... Because remember the closest thing was... Remember James Harden's dunk was not yeah. counted? But then, then again, they blew a 20-point lead, so no one cared about it that much. But this one, like, do you see it happening? Like, I didn't see the play properly, but just the scenario that I explained to you, do you see that I, happening? Okay, I don't... No, I don't. <laughs> like, yes, I know that the ref cost the game. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Because it was th- this was like a two point game or a tie game at the end, right? Yeah. Um. Does it? But like at the end of the day, it is a part of the game, right? We've seen so many teams get screwed over by calls. Yeah, hundred percent. The Knicks are not the only ones, right? And does does that the this is not the only like then they should replay all those other games. That was the point of replaying this one. Yeah. So they filed a protest after ref botches Brunson foul. Um. Ed Malloy was the crew chief. Uh, with points and one seconds left in the tied coin. I remember this now. Okay, so this is what happened. I was looking at the score. I saw that this game was going to overtime. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll, if I, I'll tune in if I need to. And then all of a sudden, I see that they lost. So I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> That's what happened. I remember seeing it. I was t- thinking I'm watching it, right? So, uh, yeah, so with point one seconds left in the t- uh, tied contest, they called it Aaron Holiday. Um as the Rockets guard attempted a three-pointer, Holiday went to the free throw line and converted two of the three shots to win the game. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I think it does. I never seen it happen. And so Malloy, I, I yeah, like you said, Malloy yeah. quoted saying that like it was a bad call. Yeah. yeah. So they messed up. I don't know the fact that it's last second. Maybe, maybe they should replay it. <laughs> like if it was a different story, if it was like two minutes left in the game, right? Yeah. But if it was legit last second, then yeah, maybe. Maybe it should be, you know, give my a five-minute extra overtime. Maybe just send it overtime. Like, like, what else? Like, I don't know what else. I don't know any other solutions. Yeah. So, let's see. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Oh, yeah, like, obviously. That's funny. <laughs> I had to bring that up. Um. Okay, going, going back to this. Sorry, I'm going to pull up the standings once again. Also, other news that happened. Did you see that a fight broke out <laughs> off the court? Yeah, I did. Isaiah Stewart back yeah, at it again yeah. against Isaiah Drew Stewart. Eubanks. Yeah, um, yeah, Stewart. The only thing I really know you for is fighting people, punching. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when am I gonna see you? Him versus Draymond, special WWE WrestleMania main event. <laughs> Probably we'll see. <laughs> Isaiah Stewart versus Draymond Green. Uh, 
boxing match, whatever it was, uh, um, like how who was in it? Nate Robinson was one of the, one of the basketball players. Le'Veon Bell, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I won't be surprised. Yeah, if that Wayne happens. Rooney wants to fight now. Yeah, Wayne Rooney's. Patrice <laughs> Everett was supposed to fight Adam Saleh, and uh, I think Rio Ferdinand wanted to fight someone too. So, but yeah, no. Going back to that, let's cl- close this out. Same thing. Same way we did the Western Conference. Um, this one I could see changes, because not as much as the West for sure. I feel like this um, only the Miami Heat will fall in, go back into a playoffs one, and I, I agree with you. I think Philly should fall out. So that being said. 9-10 matchup, Chicago, Atlanta, Chicago's home. Who do you have? Chicago, I'll, I'll go with uh, Atlanta. Okay. Trey Young takes over that game for sure. Okay, so that means uh, uh, Chicago's out completely. Yeah. And then in this case, we'll stick with Miami. Uh, Miami, Orlando. Miami. So Miami, it will be facing the Cavs. Who do you have in that match? Miami. Uh, they just, uh, for me, Miami is just like. Just because they're at playoffs? They just get in the playoffs. Who gives a shit? How are you going to? Just get in. Okay. Uh, Orlando versus Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, Orlando's and too then, young. But then, unfortunately, they're going to be playing Boston, so no matter what happens. That's a rematch of last year. They took him with se- uh, six last year. Yeah. So it was, just cra- it was pretty crazy, but obviously Boston upgraded a lot. More, yeah, for so, sure. So, yeah, no doubt. And then, okay, so them. that being said, you, so you're saying Heat beat the Cavs? Yeah. With how the Cavs are rolling? Yeah. Uh, the, the Heat are just different. Do you different feel like beats. it's a seven gamer at least? Oh yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's an easy. Because you're saying win. it confidently. That's why. You know why I'm also saying confidently. Um, the last uh, the Chiefs, the last the three times the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in these last five years, Miami made the final. So the two times they oh, so you're following conspiracies. I'm following conspiracy as well. <laughs> so let's see. They want superstitions. This is their third one. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This is the third one for Chiefs. Let's see if Miami makes it third time in the last five years as well. Okay, box Pacers. I gotta go with the Bucks. Even though the Pacers, Even though the Pacers have the better, they got their number this year. Yeah, the Pacers do have their number, but playoffs are different, right? Bucks have been there. Knicks, Sixers. Uh, with, with Embiid and without Embiid, let's put it that way. Or without Embiid, I'm going with the Knicks. Okay. With Embiid. Not not 100 percent Embiid. I'll go with the Sixers. Um, that Embiid's been incredible this year. Okay, like, swap swap the Sixers and Heat like we wanted to. Knicks Heat. Probably go with. Probably with the Heat. Okay. Right. I'm just, I'm just bought After in. all those moves that we did, we praised the Knicks for. Yeah, for <laughs> that sure. That they could make the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, once again, stuff will change. We'll just keep that there. And let's move on to some other news. Unless you want to talk about some other teams you want to see. No, not really. Yeah, we got we covered it. Out west. Yeah, we we'll talk about MVPs next time. All right. The simple as this, right? Like the 20 teams that are, are going to play for something are basically locked. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion. They're, yeah, they're they should locked. be. Okay, we'll talk about the MVP race a little bit more next time, just because we have options now, with especially with Embiid going out. But let's talk about the All Star festivities. First of all, let's just talk about the All NBA All Star. I know we talked about this in the summer when the Home Run Derby happened. Is NBA the best All Star weekend? Weekend? They have a celebrity game. They have this rookie sophomore game. Yeah, they, they have probably. The, they have the three festi- the festivities. They probably should. S- uh, skills and then the now the game is mad. Yeah, obviously the game sucks. Yeah, the rookie game still. I I still enjoy the rookie game, the rising stars. Obviously, celebrity game. Celebrity game depends on who's playing. How yeah, it is. this year it's Stephen A versus Shannon Sharp, so you know there's gonna be some antics on the side. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Stephen uh, A. Smith is, by the way, team. If you're saying skills competition alone, I wouldn't say so, just because it has gone downhill ever since. I hate the skills challenge. I want the old skills challenge back. The old one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like a team one. We'll talk about those in a like second. Hawk, like, NHL got it right this year with the skills. Yeah. So here's the thing. 
if you're going OG, OG, obviously, NBA, I think, is the best. Because, what is it? NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB. MLB is just a home run derby, right? Uh, but that's elite itself. And you see the top guys playing, doing yeah. it as well. All right. We already know who's for it, which is NFL. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just like, if you're going it's like more playgroundy. Yeah, if you're going OG, like full on, like just full history now, everything, I would give the edge to NBA. I'll give NF, uh, the NHL close second. I, was I don't know, the home run derby. Derby, though. derby is sick, don't get me wrong. But it's just one It's just thing. one, right? That's yeah, like, that's the only thing I don't like. If, it, if they had like a little bit NHL, of build up, if it yeah. wasn't for this year, they would have been like probably even last, honestly. No, they're not. They're not. I, in my opinion, ball. if it was it, last year's, was There's brutal. nothing below the NFL. There's no okay. Uh, there's nothing below fine. NFL. Home run derby for sure would have been ahead of it. Yeah, you could say that. I would like I would I would look at the NFL one again, but they would be there. Like it would be those two and then those two. That's what I meant to say, for me, right? Yeah. But at least the NHL this year got it right. We got to see what they but do uh, next. If you year. look at it like full on historic wise, NHL had it right for a long time until they started making these stupid That's changes. That's what I mean. I'm talking about. I guess like NBA made these stupid changes too. Like why would they get rid of the shooting stars, right? Yeah. Like that that one was pretty. That one was pretty sick. Now they mixed it up shooting stars with skills yeah but even like the og skills like they messed that up obviously let's just keep the main staple the three-point contest and the dunk contest is there compare that to the home run derby compare that to the uh, hardest shot and fastest skater uh, and shooting accuracy yeah those are the staples of them all yeah, yeah, those, and then home run derby is a staple on oh, yeah like those n- will never get changed and yeah. should never get changed so yeah i guess i'll agree with you slightly nba but the problem with the dunk contest now is like how creative could you be you can't, right? That's like, why. That's why it's. That's why it's dropping for me. Bro, like, and I might have to put MLB legit the, NHL higher. Legit, the only thing you could do in the NBA is if you like do a front flip dunk. Legit, like that's the only thing someone could do. Yeah, like bring trampolines or something. It's not even that. Like yeah. the trampolines gonna like freaking hamp. Uh, you know, they're gonna lower the scores probably. Yeah. <laughs> as well. So you're ultimately going. You're going NBA. I'll give it to NBA still. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. I, I need to see this year's dunk contest, but honestly, if this NHL one, I have to see next year and see what happens because they are the top stars played and they do because money was on the line, right? Yeah. So that's why it worked out well. Home run derby, though, is this. I love the one, on, even like the OG one was like you get t- uh, 10 outs or something. Yeah. And this one is like the one on one factor is also very fun. And it's like so, so tiring, like, right? And, and, and they made changes and it worked. Yeah. Right? NF, NHL, NFL, well, I don't even care about the NFL, put that to the side. NHL and NBA made some changes. And it failed, right? But I feel like the staples relatively stayed the same. Yeah. Like, you can't really... You can't replace dunk contest. You can't replace the hardest shot. Yeah. You can't. Like those are relatively still the same. Like, they didn't make any changes. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough debate. We'll, we'll put a poll out on YouTube. You guys could um, check it out for like, sure. Yeah, like, legit. Like, my like my favorite All-Star memories are obviously the dunk contest between Le- Levine and but Gordon. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm going three-point contest is better. Uh, um, another memory is Dano Chara's hardest shot. Sheldon Sure. Or, uh, uh, sorry, Shea Weber. Shea Weber as well does their hardest shots. And obviously, Daniel Sardine's um, shooting accuracy. Shooting accuracy. McDavid speed. <laughs> like... There's, there's like I won't say those. But that's my favorite though, McDavid one. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm like just like if I were to pick one, it's Charles' hardest shot. Like what was it, 106, 108.8, which was crazy. <laughs> if you're forced to watch a game out of all four of the sports, what are you watching? NFL's dead last. Yeah, like that's no one, no debates about it. Because again, if I, I were to watch the players either for not being physical, like I'll probably go low key. I think MLB's up there. I feel like MLB is the best. That's the most competitive. Yeah, it's the most competitive. But if you're talking about if you're talking about the peak, that NBA peak was the best. Oh yeah, like the NBA had the, the best game ever. Had. Yeah, the NBA had the best All Star game ever. Yeah, 
But if you're talking about as like a collective, MLB is the best. Yeah, it's ML- still the competitive. MLB has the most co- like it's the most competitive. That's yeah. for sure. But predictions. All right, let's get to it. Let's start off with the um, skills challenge. This is now changed to a teams of three. We saw it last year. So t- the Pacers again, they're hosting, right? That's why it's Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Mathurin, and Miles Turner. Team top picks: Paolo Banquero, Anthony Edwards, Victor Wembanyama. That's crazy. <laughs> Team All-Stars, Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, both of them trying to get some redemption from last year. And they partnered with Trey Young. Was that, that was probably two years. I think it was two years ago when Scotty kept on missing, right? Because they made a playoffs that oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, uh, I feel like in this one, like, the home team always won, right? I remember the Cavs winning. Yeah. Right, before. So I might just go with the Pacers, but I do, like, I really do, like, the Scotty team, just because of uh, Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'll, I'll I'll pick the Pacers. I'm gonna go team top picks. I mean, Wemben, Yama, Edwards, and Bankero. <laughs> like, that's yeah, that's the only reason why. Uh, again, I don't know how this one works. It's like they dribble, then they pass, and then they have, they have like three shot. challenges. Yeah. Then they have a shooting stars ending, right? They have to hit a half court. Yeah, they have like a shooting. St- yeah. So at least yeah. they're incorporating. It I in think it's way. like more points. It's, it's like different a little bit. Okay. Okay, so that's our prediction. I'm going team top, and you're going team Pacers, home. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to the dunk contest right now and end off with the three-point contest. Dunk contest. Jacob Toppin, which is Obi Toppin's brother, who's also on the Knicks. I'm assuming he's Obi Toppin's brother, at least. Who might not be. Hami <laughs> uh, Hawkes. Mac McClung, returning champ from the G League, from Oskeola Magic. And they have an all-star feature this year. Jalen Brown. Yeah, uh, well, there's only one issue. The All-Stars, like, never really, re- usually do good. <laughs> um, you gotta go Mac McClung, right? Um, um, now, this he, is a su- we don't know what Toppin is like. Like, the last person to get out of our seats were was Gordon, and before that was Levine, right? And probably a Derek Jones Derek Jr. Jones, you yeah, he had a, you gotta shout out Derek Jones Jr. Mac McClung gave us that moment. Is. Yeah, gave us that moment. White men can jump now. Yeah, gave us that moment, like... What Levine guys gave us right yeah. last year, so uh, I got, you can't not not pick Mac McClung. Yeah, I'm 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 agree with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't. Like, can, like he what does, he did last year, I feel is like incredible. he has more in his bag, and he has he might, more yeah, time. like he and might. Then he has more time than Jalen Brown to do something. Exactly, like yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it there should be a clear winner, and it should be Mac. McClung. Again, we don't know what Jacob Toppin is like. Ah, they might pull off something. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And even Hami Hawkins. At the end of Aaron Gordon came out of nowhere. Everyone thought Levine was going to win that year. Yeah. Right? Because of what Levine did the year before. And then what Levine did in the Toronto All-Star year was incredible and as well. But then Gordon had like a freaking sitting in the air. Yeah. So we have two three-point contests we got to talk about. Let's talk about Steph Curry versus Sabrina Ionescu. I think Sabrina's shooting from the WNBA line or the WNBA ball, but she did say, I will go three-point line if I have to. I think she's a bit. I guess she's the best shooter in the W. I can't say for sure. Like, if yeah, she has, she's. Out, she's. I think she like is. Like shot creator, sh- like how Steph Curry is. Yeah, so she'll yeah. be her until Caitlin Clark gets in the league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or obviously we know Steph Curry. Who? This is gonna be the classic. Oh, you have to pick the male and blah blah blah. Keep in mind, Kevin Hart did beat Draymond Green one year, <laughs> but. Yeah, but that's Draymond Green. Yeah. So who are you going with this? Are you gonna just go with the greatest shooter ever still and Steph? Steph is the greatest shooter ever. On the planet, uh, so you gotta go with that, right? And uh, on the planet so you're means sexist. 
No, on the planet, <laughs> on the planet means men and women, <laughs> no, right? Obviously, you know what? People are gonna take it. As. Obviously, people take it like that. Um, <laughs> the ref short <laughs> is a reminder, but yeah, no, Steph's the greatest, right? Sabrina's incredible. Don't get me wrong, she is, but you're going up against Steph. <laughs> that that's the issue. If it was anyone else, I could I would have said Serena, but it's Steph. Yeah. Because everybody thought Seth could have maybe beaten Steph that one year and Steph destroyed him. Yeah. But that wasn't one-on-one either, but I'm just yeah. saying in general. Yeah. Um, I'll agree with you. I mean, I have nothing much to say there. But I won't be I won't be surprised, though. Oh, yeah. Would I be surprised? No. I won't be, like, shocked. But at the end of the day, it's Steph. Because even if Sabrina wins it, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, she's closer. That's what they're going to say. I know. Like, I know. So there's they, there's they a built-in excuse. They should make it. You know. They should. They should make it like the best uh, two NBA. out of three. You gotta do from each. No, no. <laughs> Just don't put up making it closer. NBA, NBA, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. If that's the case, then obviously Sabrina would prove it. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. But the actual three-point contest, uh, returning, uh, three-point contest. We'll see two-time champion to defend his title. Damian Lillard will be back. Malik Beasley, his teammate, will be in it. Jalen Brunson. Tyrese Halliburton, Laurie Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, and the big man, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm going to go with, I would, initially I was like, okay, Dame's going to win. Then I thought about it again, and I was like, oh, Tyrese might win. But my final pick is Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell will win it. See, like, it's so weird, because sometimes these guys can't, like, Paul George, as good of a shooter he is, sucked. Yeah, in in the three point contest because he has to do his own thing. I don't know if Donovan is that type of guy. Carl Towns is a fun pick to have here. I'm just thinking. I of think Carl Towns did he that won. last year. You won. Did he win last year? No, Dame won last year. Oh yeah, the year before I think Carl won. Or is that the skills? No, Carl won a three point contest. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I'm going with Dame. Give me. The, or did he win a skill? I'm pretty sure he won a three point. I might be stupid. I think he did. Okay. But give me give me Dame again. Yeah, you're boring. That's why. I'm going Dame again. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm not boring. They could go. They could go back to back. No, you can. No, they just never. Works. I have his. Uh, I want his. Obviously, Dame is a favorite. Don't his get me wrong. ability to hit the, the long one. Dame, Dame is obviously the favorite. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like once if Donovan gets hot, like I, I don't think it's, there's no stopping that, I, especially how he's been playing this year. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, off the all-star all-star festivities let's talk about some jersey retirements we're gonna probably do an episode strictly on who's gonna get the jerseys retired that are currently in the nba but a certain someone by the name of shaquille o'neal got his jersey retired again this time by the orlando magic but did you know his is the first jersey to be retired out of the nba players that they had were you i was surprised when i found out that it was not penny hardaway yeah, that's for sure. No, that's crazy. I actually did not know that. <laughs> like, the Shaq, yeah, he left. All right, why, why Shaq no years, more? I guess he put him on the map. That's true. Yeah, he did put him on that's the map. That's the only reason, but I could see. But Penny, even after Shaq left, did things, I guess. Well, Penny maybe was not, incredible, yeah. Maybe not as how Shaq did him. That's true, too. Because Shaq was literally. But at the end of the day, like, who is the Magic's best ever player? Probably Shaq. But if you're looking, okay, so here's the thing. Who was the Raptors' best ever player? Is it Kawhi? Yeah, no. no. So are you talking about talent, strictly? No. Like, impact as well. Like, Kawhi obviously had an incredible I mean, impact. You could argue Dwight Howard. Huh? You, you could, could argue, argue Dwight Howard. You can. Because he was there way longer. He also took him to a finals. 
and he was always a cl- consistent playoff um, t- team with him. I mean, Shaq took the Magic to the finals, right, in the yeah. second year as well. So, I want to check know. how many years Penny Hardaway played. Cause I, I mean, when you factor in everything, Shaq is the b- best Yeah, Shaq is obviously going to be the best yeah. player, but if you're talking about the greatest, there's a difference. I right? think it's still Shaq. <laughs> I, d- I, d- I do think it's still Shaq. <laughs> I, d- I genuinely do believe that. I'm not saying Penny should get his you, jersey so card. Penny should get his jersey card. Of all time. I think so. Penny was there from 93 to 99. I think Shaq was there from 92 to 96. Yeah. So Penny had two more years. He was a four-time All-Star. I think he, all four were with the Magic. First team with NBA with the Magic. Obviously, he was in the finals once. Right. Shaq was in the finals once. I don't think he won accolades with them, though. Outside of Rookie of the Year. But neither I mean, did Penny. I'm, I'm pretty sure All-Stars Shaq But Dwight was. Howard I'm pretty sure Shaq was an All-Star. Dwight Howard had D-Poys, bro. I think yeah. the greatest Magic player of all time is Dwight Howard. I'm going to put that out there. I still think Penny should have had his jersey retired by now. Yeah. Considering like, those age. three should. Don't be wrong. Yeah. They, they should be retired. Am I upset Shaq is the first one? No. I'm, no, I don't I'm, care about that. Yeah. But I was surprised to see that. I'm saying, if you're asking me who the greatest Magic player of all time is, yes, the best by talent and all that is Shaq. Like, he's going to be the greatest. Like, Hakeem Olajuwon is arguably the greatest Raptor ever to play for. You the know, greatest that, player to play for the but, Raptors. You know, but right? like Shaq still had an impact, right? No, I'm not. I'm saying Yeah, that. like, I'm factoring in both, right? But I'm, I'm saying, what I'm saying is Dwight Howard also started his career with the Magic, was there longer, took him to the finals as well as the guy... I don't think he had the great a great running mate like Penny with him. Shaq did for all those years. Like I'm not putting Hito Turkoglu and Jameer Nelson and Rashard Lewis and all these guys on the same yeah. level as Penny Hardaway. And he won D-Poise, like I said, multiple times, right? And was an all-star. Because of that, Dwight Howard is the greatest Magic player of all time. I, I There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it for me. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair. I... I yes, is he better than Shaq? No, no, he's not. He's not better than Shaq. But I'm factoring so both things. I'm factoring both things, right? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, Shaq, four years is a long time. Like, four years isn't nothing. And Dwight's not retired yeah. yet, so that's why his jersey's not retired. Yeah, But I'm true. just saying strictly... Yeah, no, but four years isn't... Like, four years is a fair, is a fair bit of time to have had some inca- impact, and Shaq did have some impact, right? Yeah, I'm not saying Shaq yeah, did not have he, the impact. he did. And if you're factoring in both, right... Howard might have had the better impact. He probably what did. Ha- Howard, look, let me finish. Howard might have had more impact on the Magic. That's sure. But Shaq is the better talent. And I'm factoring in both, right? The reason why I'm not saying Kawhi Leonard is the best, greatest Raptor of all time, he only had one year. Yeah. Right? Lowry is the one who put the Raptors into the conversation. Exactly. Of, yeah. And I get that. Yeah. But my question to you is this. When you think Orlando Magic, who do you think of first? I think of Dwight Howard. When you think of Shaq as a player... Which team do you associate Shaq with the most? The Lakers. Probably. Because yeah. he has three-peated with them. When you think Dwight Howard, you think Magic as well. And because of the longevity factor, mainly, and he actually won some hardware, um, I don't think... I'll double-check if Shaq won any hardware with the Magic, to be exact. I think the greatest player is going to be Dwight Howard for that team. That doesn't mean he's the better player than Shaq, right? But... Yeah. Like, no, no, that's fair. That is fair. Dwight, Dwight was incredible. Don't get me wrong. I just... People forget how good Dwight Howard yeah, was. Yeah, people do, right? They, people really people do. People think current Dwight with a, like the second stint with the Lakers and after he, after he left the Rockets, essentially, is the true Dwight. Dwight Howard's a top 75 player who got snubbed. Yeah. Dwight Howard is a Hall of Famer. I don't yeah, care what anybody be, says. Yeah, Dwight Ho- Howard is a Hall of Famer. So, 
Shaq, Shaq's awards, Shaq was there from 92 to 96. He's a four-time NBA champion, none with them. Three times NBA Finals MVP, obviously none with them. MVP was with the Lakers. He was a 15-time NBA all, uh, All-Star, three of them coming with the Magic. Yeah. Uh, but all his accolades are with the Lakers. Even like first team, if you want to take account all NBA first team, none of them were the Magic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I don't know. It's close for me. Uh, I give I just give the he edge. He has to Shaq, one scoring yeah. title in '95. So I, I give the edge to Shaq just because I factored in talent as well, right? right. I factored in everything. So if I had but a fifty-fifty, even if I do a poll for this, I feel like people are gonna just say Shaq because he's a better player. Right, like obviously there's a different like for the Raptors, for example, the greatest rapper of all time, easily Kyle Lowry, the greatest player to ever play in their prime, probably Kawhi Leonard, but the greatest player to ever wear the uniform is probably Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, right. So there's all three different, and I'm not saying Shaq is in any of those lists, right? Because the greatest player to ever wear a Celtics jersey, okay, Larry Bird, but um, out of the out of the 2000 Celtics is Shaq. But was he the best player on those Celtics teams? Hell no. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, but. The thing is this, right? Like, four years is a fair bit of time, right? You could agree with that. Obviously, Dwight had, like, what, eight, I would say, right? Was it around, like, 2004 eight? to 2012, yeah. So, eight. Um, so, double. Yeah, it double, but Shaq is obviously the better player. Yeah. There's no... And, uh, there's no offense or buts about that. Yeah, that, there's, that's not even a debate. Yeah. Right? Even though Dwight might have had But at the prime impact. of their careers, Shaq was in the prime with the Lakers. Not... Uh, he was dominant with the Magic. Yeah. But he wasn't... I don't, you could argue that was not his prime. Dwight okay, wasn't yeah. his prime with the Magic. That's true. That is fair. But I don't think that affects anything. The reason being is that, like, whatever Dwight kind of... Whatever Dwight did in eight years, Shaq did, like, almost all of that in four. Apart know. apart from the depoy. No. What like the main thing? The main thing they did, they both did, is they make a finals, right? None yeah, of them okay, won. Yeah, that part, yes. Yeah, right. And obviously, all stars are similar. They're still the same, right? Like Shaq, for, for as long as he played in the Magic, he's been an all star, basically. So obviously, Dwight Howard won three years in a row NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he was All NBA first. But how's that? How like how does that make it into team? I, I get your point because how's that team impact though? I, it's an individual award. But it's not. He still got hardware with them. I get your point. This factor because his All NBA first team came in 2008, which is four years after. Exactly. So, yeah. So if you're looking at that too. Yeah, it, it's a good debate. We could, we could let the viewers decide who 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 do you think of. Or, like we're not disrespecting. Okay. And like he's not disrespecting Shaq. We're not. I'm, I'm not, not dis- dis- yeah, And no. I'm not disrespecting Dwight Howard. No. But I, if you factor in for me, Penny I'm just. Penny Hardaway's probably like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if, for me, I'm just factoring in talent with the. With the thing, obviously, with the the impact, and I just feel like yes, Shaq may have had the less impact, but at the end of the day, Shaq is clear cut the better, better player. player. That's no no uh, yeah. debates about that. Um, and people that are gonna comment, please be the people that are actually from the, that age yeah. group. I don't want oh, kids yeah. saying Shaq because Shaq is well known. But like, when you think about it, right? Like those four years of Shaq as well. Like uh, this is no Shaq Celtics it's not oh, yeah, that for sure. yeah no, like Shaq in those four years Shaq as a rookie incredible. was like probably way more dominant equally dominant as what Victor Wembanyama is doing in terms of like sh- pure just take over a league take over the team league etc yeah. right Wembanyama in his rookie year we see what he's doing we we're seeing what Shaq did when he came in 92 like it's clear that like Shaq like you would you would you like 
I feel like you, I would know the answer, but like you would have Orlando Shaq over Dwight. Like over Orlando Dwight? Yeah, just over Dwight. Yeah, well, Orlando Dwight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. As a player, sure. Yeah. But again, it's like the when you talk about the goat, you have to factor in longevity for that team specifically, right? Because LeBron may be the better, pl- greater player than Kobe. We all know that. Oh yeah. Or even Shaq for sure, right? But you take Kobe and Shaq over LeBron as a Laker. Yeah. All day, every day. Now, obviously, they had more time and they had more hardware. I get it. These guys' hardware is much similar. And obviously, Dwight Howard had more time. But because of that time and he spent more time as a Magic, I give my vote as Dwight Howard as the greatest Magic of all time. Shaq is still the greater player of all time. Yeah. That's all of sure. NBA history. Yeah. That's Strictly sure. the Magic, my conclusion is it's straight up, it's Dwight Howard. Yeah. And my conclusion is that. Shaq is the better player, and they essentially kind of done the same thing in terms of and team in success. Half the time is what you're and in half the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Orlando, from what I heard, screwed it up. Otherwise, he would have still been in Orlando instead of joining the Lakers. Yeah. But yeah, comment what you guys think down below for that debate. But we'll talk about more NBA jerseys in the future. I was going to ask some more. For example, you know, should Anthony Davis get his jersey retired by the Pelicans, for example? But yeah. we'll talk about more jersey retirements in the future. I feel like we can have more time in our hands, especially to cover those topics, but that was a great talk, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the NHL. Do you want to talk about the big news? I guess they're both somewhat big news. They're both somewhat decent, yeah. Do you want to start, start off with the news carried forward from that we had last yeah, time? Yeah, we'll start off with Morgan Riley, and who has officially been suspended for five games for his cross-check uh, to Ridley Greek. Uh, Ridley Greek, obviously, the slap shot empty netter came out and said, you know, I just need to put in the net type of thing so yeah. he had obviously um no regrets and which is fair once again it's just as well everything is hilarious with this though right yeah really greek did that it was funny morgan riley d- should respond but not the way he responded he overreacted instead of reacting Regreek, yeah really greek not defending himself he's delusional for thinking nothing was going to come out of that yeah all right again that reaction was not warranted but a reaction in general like tugging the jersey you know what's going to happen right the reason why he or not he the senators or the like the Leafs fans are all like oh yeah nothing's wrong I promise you and Jeff Merrick put it beautifully on the Halford and Bluff show flip the roles let's say that was Brady Kachuk cross-checking Austin Matthews or even Morgan Riley oh yeah Leafs fans are crying they would be crying yeah so at the end of the day it's the same thing with the whole gritty talk we talked about with the Canucks again for us it's a celebration that's a different story right because they were trying to tie those two things together which is weird that's just a celebrating a walk-off win. It's different if he greeted in front of the Canucks bench. Yeah, that's different And it's different, different if he greeted at Canucks home at Rogers Arena, right? Like he might do on uh, tomorrow or today, I guess, when the pods uh, are. I hope not. <laughs> but it'll be hilarious. But like this is like he legit, the, he, the unwritten rules, which I, I hate, but I get there's some respect level to the game. Just put the puck in the net because no one's going to fight you if you just put the puck in the net at the end of the day, right? Yeah, he slappered it. It would have been hilarious if he missed, by the way. Imagine. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And the thing with Morgan Riley with the five games, let's go back to that now. Morgan Riley is this is uh, way out of character. Way, way out of character. Apparently, he never got his first penalty minutes like halfway through the season, right? Similar to PD. He's a Lady Bing finalist, usually. Right? That's the word? For yeah, sportsmanship. sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah. So he's usually up there for this. So people are saying because of that, five games is too much. But then people are saying if you're strictly looking at an action and it's not a hockey play at all, which it isn't. It isn't. Right? Now, did he mean to hit him in the head? 
maybe not. He maybe <laughs> wanted to hit lower cross check. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But it, it, what happened happened. Right? Yeah. You got to look at the facts. What he did was he cross checked him to the head. For those people that are saying that really grief should be suspended for doing a slap shot, just shut up. Oh no, that, <laughs> that's just like no. That's just like that's just like that's where you see the resemblance of Leafs fans and Cowboys fans. Yeah, it's totally in hell. general, right? And it could be neutral fans that are thinking that like hockey. Well, yeah, no, they're hockey, stupid. No, old no. hockey heads, I guess the best way to put it. Yeah, but going back to the suspension, do you feel feel like five is fair because? It's Morgan Riley, and he's never done it before. But the like penalty initially penalties harsh enough that it deserves would, something five. Games. Bro, I was gonna say initially, I I was gonna say ten. Yeah. But then obviously, then like obviously, when you look at Morgan Riley's history, I think five is fair, right? If this was Tom Wilson, it's probably like forty. <laughs> oh yeah, that was gonna be like that was gonna <laughs> be like fifteen Marshall plus. It'd be like fifteen at least. Yeah. For that, no, but I think five is fair. Reason being just because it was like. At the end of the day, like you weren't using a hockey stick to play hockey, you were using it as a weapon. Yeah, right. 100%. That that that's the biggest issue, right? You used it as a weapon, and that's why I say five. And it's a different story if you hit him in the body. You might not even gotten. You might have gone zero. <laughs> yeah. But you hit him in the head as well. So five is fair. Um, you're you're just lucky it was a first time offense. If it was, if it was like a second or third, you were definitely getting ten. So the good news for you is, let's talk about the team in general. Um. They already won their first game in this penalty. We were wondering what the hell they're going to be doing with them gone because their defense is struggling. Anyways, they already beat the Blues four one, and the Blues are not a terrible team, but yeah. a team that could beat uh, who the Le- a struggling Leafs in general, right? The next game is against the Flyers, who are again a surprising team. Then it's the Ducks. Then they're at the Blues. Then it's at Arizona. So they're lucky that his suspension oh, is coming from like mad teams. Philly surprise team. Give, I'll give them the respect yeah, a little yeah. bit. The rest are like meh in the West. And one of them's crap. So he's lucky he's coming back in time because this, the, the next three games were Golden Knights, Avalanche, Golden Knights. Yeah, so they got lucky. They, he definitely got lucky. In a way, lucky for me, uh, he's coming back because the Canucks have Golden Knights <laughs> uh, trailing them in yeah. the standings as well. So, you know, for once as a Canucks fan, <laughs> we might like we it. We might need to cheer for the Leafs. But at the same time, overall though, the Leafs, yeah. I think know. it's fair. I think the suspension's fair. Um, just cause the thing was just the action was brutal at the yeah. end of the day. Like right? if this was Ryan Reeves, he probably would have been out of the. Like it would have been like ten games for sure. I feel like cause, do you think caliber of player matters? I'm not saying history. So like for example, like if that was McDavid. If this was if this was no not even McDavid. Like if this was yeah if it was McDavid, I feel like it was been like two or a slap. <laughs> but if this was just let's just say it's Dakota Joshua, type player, right? Like a third liner, fourth liner, did that. Do you feel like he would have gone more because his role is more of an enforcer, agitator in the league? I'm not saying this year's no, I, Joshua. I, th- I I don't. The thing is this. I I just think it just it matters on history, right? Like Riley had a clean history. No, but what I'm saying is like I don't think I don't think it matters. I feel like it does slightly matter. If like it's the a different caliber story. of the player. Like. I think it's a fair suspension. I think they got it right. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you about that. But I'm saying... I like, think, like... Let's just say if this is a player with no history. Yeah. And I'm saying he's like a Dakota Joshua type player. I think... He, I personally... Do you feel like because... I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. I, I don't feel it. I don't know why. You know sometimes I don't, like shit like that happens. I know it happens, but I just don't... F- what do you think it was? if it was McDavid? Then what? Oh, if it was McDavid, that's a different story. Like, if you had, like, a top guy, right, like that... Right at the end of the day, Morgan Riley. So isn't if that was Matthews, you think it would have been like three games max? Yeah, I think it would have been three games if it was Matthews. I think that's what would have been given. And then if it was someone like, 
I'm not saying like Matt Cook, Rafi Torres, they would have been kicked out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I guess throw in Tom Wilson or throw in a Brad Marshall. Then, then the history is going to get it over time. Let's be double digits. Okay, Ryan Reeves. I think uh-huh. he's only been suspended for that Mott hit right in the playoffs, and that's it. Was he? Was he even? Su- he was suspended for that he one was game. No, he's a enforcer. He's a but he's a clean heavy hitter. Yes, and then I don't think he should have been suspended. I think it would have been like probably like seven, eight. Seven if he had if, won he, in the past. if he had won the pass, then probably seven. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're giving the league the benefit of the doubt. You're yeah, just giving I'm George giving Perros the benefit of the doubt. The reason why I'm saying it is because there's so many inconsistencies. There is so many incons- like this year, I'm, especially I'm, this year with all the. I'm stuff giving that the benefit of doubt of the fact that like you know. Riley and say if it was you know Joshua right, for example. Again, I don't know if Joshua. Joshua has ever been. Yeah, I know, but we're just saying. I'm saying history did keep it like uh, it stays consistent, but I'm saying if it's a like the star caliber player. I feel like if it was a young player, different. they would let it go. Like if this was Niels Oman, or if it was like someone like that, fourth line young player, they might let it pass because he's a young guy, right? Like a guy like a veteran guy like Dehoda Joshua or Connor Garland. Again, we're naming Canucks because oh, those are the only ones I could think on the top of my head. Right? I feel like it, they might give slightly more just because their role is like a, a player of those type of roles. Like third, fourth liners roles are meant to be physical. So they could be like, we're going to give you a harsher penalty because we know you're going to be crossing the line in the future. Not crossing the line, but you're going to be close to crossing lines in the future with the type of role you're going to have. Yeah, I don't right? believe that in the fact that, like, history. Like, if you say that Tom Wilson, I'm like... Well, Tom Wilson's a top... Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying, it doesn't matter, but he has yeah. a history, right? Like, you crossed the line many times before. We can say that you're going to cross the line again. That's why we're giving you these many games. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, the other guys, like, who haven't crossed the line before, you can't really say that no. we're going to cross the line again. I'm, I'm not, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I'm looking at the league's perspective. Of yeah, things. no, I'm just looking at... Because it's been inconsistent as hell. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's been more inconsistent the fact that like, you know, if it's a star player, like a top guy, then they'll give him less. And like, I don't think it's a thing of like, oh, this guy is better than this guy. They're going to give the worst guy, you know, more games just because. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's like, if it was like McCarr and Riley, they would give McCarr less. Okay, yeah, that's fair. We'll, we'll end up there. I think that was a good talk. Let's move on to the other big news. A certain s- player might be coming back to the league by the name of Phil Kessel. Name, teams have been ru- linked to talk to him, but right now it's the most obvious spot, which is the Vancouver Canucks currently skating with Abbotsford Canucks. He's in Abbotsford as we speak, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason why this is pretty obvious is because assistant coach of the Penguins is Rick Tockett, who's the Canucks head coach. Rick Tockett. Who's the Canucks brass? Patrick Alvina and Jim Rutherford. Who was his brass in Pittsburgh? Patrick Alvina and Jim Rutherford. So, it's not there's even, a lot of ties. It's not even, t- like, it's not even a, um, a conspiracy at this point. Like, it's legit. It's, yeah. It's like, if you... But it's a trial. So, it's not like, he could still not sign. Cause like, obviously, yeah, that, that's They're going to see if he, how sh- yeah. shape and stuff he is. But the thing is this, right? Like, at this rate, like, if you're a former Penguin under those former guys... Former Penguin, non-Canadian, and a Milstein client. Yeah, those are because we only have three Canadians on the team. I think those those are the checklist. That is the checklist. They, you have, you have a chance Americans. of being you have a chance of being a Canuck. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the case. No, okay. So Phil Kessel, it's weird, right? Because he ain't what he was in Toronto. Oh yeah, he for ain't sure. what he is in what even was in Pittsburgh. And in Pittsburgh, he's a third liner. Yeah, keep that in mind. For the Vegas Golden Knights, he played in in the regular season because of his Ironman streak and all that stuff was involved with it. But he only played, I think, four games in the playoffs. 
Yeah, he wasn't So involved. all those fans in general, so it has Canucks fans confused. I, I'm sure it has you confused. It has me confused, right? There's two aspects. I'm going to talk about the on-ice, and then I'll talk about the off-ice. Well, uh, well, we will. On-ice-wise, the idea of Phil Kessel against next to Petey makes a lot of sense because he's one of the gr- he's a Hall of Famer. He's a three-time cup champion. He's a one of the greatest goal scorers with a great shot. He could shoot from anywhere and score type of thing. Yeah, he might not be good as this guy right here, Alex Ovechkin, but he's up there, right? The guy doesn't look like he's in shape, but he's obviously in shape. He wouldn't be in the NHL otherwise. But this ain't, that's not Phil Kessel. That's like me saying the Lakers LeBron, uh, the Lakers Carmelo Anthony got was the same Carmelo Anthony that was on the Knicks or even the Thunder for that one year on the Thunder or whatever he was, right? This isn't the same guy. So that's where it's confusing because, like, obviously Jake Gensel, who, by the way, got injured, so Pittsburgh might be in trouble. They lost, and they might lose a trade asset, right? Yeah. It's not like he's Jake Gensel. Like, Jake Gensel, who's rumored to go to the Oilers, which will be scary, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, that, no. Um, yeah, that. But is it, like, he ain't that guy. Like, he, you're not a, he's not a top six in this league anymore. He might not even be a top 12 in this league anymore. Like, he might be just the extra forward that needs to be a depth piece, kind of like what Jonathan Quick was before he yeah, joined the Rangers. bro. There's no point of, like... He is not that guy. He's yeah. Not, it's, he's not. There's no There's no potential. There's no this. He, he might not be. My, he isn't. Yeah. He just isn't simply that guy anymore. Yeah. And it was clear last year, there was one reason he was playing for Vegas, was the Iron Man. The regular shoot. season. Yeah. Specifically. And the regular season. So, like, when he came to playoff time, we know. He didn't play much. He didn't play. And he's still a defensive liability. Exactly. He's so, going to be slow. Yeah, like, if you're saying the idea of Phil Castle. Yeah, no. Like, this is what the Canucks need. The yeah. idea of Phil the Kessel. The idea of Phil Kessel yeah. is great. Yeah. But not Phil Kessel. Off-ice is obviously incredible, right? So you have off-ice a, you have, like you have a three-time cup champion, not right? Not even just that. You have a, a veteran experienced guy. Okay. Right. Not just that, but keep continuing. Playoff experience. Not just that, but keep continuing. <laughs> I think that's all I got. Okay, so I this what is I what I got. <laughs> yeah. He's apparently a great teammate. Right. Obviously that's all included. Yeah. Clayton Keller, the time he was in Arizona, uh not Clayton Keller, uh Kessel said, like, you want this guy in the locker room. He's jokes. We've seen the... Oh, yeah, he's so jokes. How, yeah. was, it, was it? The breath? Breath. The like, breath your one. breath's not good. He's like... Yeah, my breath's not... Like, good. how's your breath? He's like, yeah, stinks, eh? Yeah, <laughs> that. Um, there was... Um, I think there was the hot dog meat that just keeps running out. That yeah. He ate a bunch of hot dogs or whatever. So, you're going to have a guy who has a personality, which you kind of lost with Kuzmenko, but again, this guy comes with experience. You're going to have a guy that jokes around. You're going to have a guy that helps who loves the game, who will be around. And it's a guy that... Okay, now, this will benefit Kessel. It's kind of like what Zach Parise did. Instead of going through half the season and having wear and tear on your body, you're going to be joining a fresh, essentially. Like, you're not going to be fully worn You'll out. You'll be joining fresh, which is fair, which I agree, but you also might be joining rusty as well. True, but that's that's why you come in during the regular season. Again, like, is it that enough to s- take a roster spot up, Right? Is he going to keep playing in Abbotsford and you're going to call him up and he could be a mentor to the guys in Abbotsford as well? Again, people are saying his value off the ice, might, that might be incredible. We saw Udonis Haslam. We're, I said about that young in the past. Um, the difference is in basketball, those guys could sit, occupy a spot on the bench and, and stay there. And just sit there, yeah. NHL, I guess you could have a 13th forward. You could have a 7th defenseman scratched. So yeah. they're still involved with the first team, but they're not. They're up in they're, the press box. Yeah. So if that's the case, fair game, right? But the problem is, like, unless you're gonna trade other pieces out, which like McKay of needs probably need you. 
you, in my opinion, the Canucks still need a guy with Pedersen. Lindholm is going to figure his stuff out, which is why you trade for him early. I'm not giving up on Lindholm like some people might be like, oh, Kuzmenko is doing this. Kuzmenko's in a whole different situation. Calgary, oh, yeah. Calgary is like, it. Calgary's it's, it's literally it. Boudreaux hockey, free, just free-for-all. Yeah. Boudreaux's doing better now as well, right? The point here is, though, the Canucks still need another guy that could help with Pedersen because McKinnon has Rantanen. Crosby had um, Gensel, has Gensel. McDavid has Hyman, right? And I'm not even including the guys that could still pair with, for like example. Like, you can sell Chuck and Malkin with Crosby. And, and, and then, um, obviously, when if Landeskog was healthy, you could Chuck and Landeskog. No, that's dry sidle. Dry sidle with McDavid. McDavid. PD, uh, this could hurt his free agency because he's going to be like, you guys are changing my line mates constantly, right? The line that worked, the Swedish line worked the other day, like as good as Hoglander is. But can you upgrade? Sure. If you can't, I get it, you bring in Kessel. Because like you said, I feel like the off-ice stuff benefits a lot. This is definitely a talk-it, I wouldn't say higher, but a talk-it um, approved thing as well. Yeah. Because I'm sure Rutherford and Alvin love him. Talk-it definitely loves him. So you'll have that piece that like talk-it, it's not just talk-it talking about it. It's like, hey, there's a player that has been there and done that. I think the only guy in the Canucks that has been there and done that is Ian Cole, right? Yeah. Who was on that Pittsburgh regime? And then Tampa Bay as well. And then well. Teddy Bluger won it last year with Vegas. And then Bluger. Right? So, yeah. I guess my, my thoughts on Phil Kessel coming, if he does ultimately sign, I won't have issues with it, but the problem is if you're saying that Phil Kessel is going to come in and score like 30 goals, or like well, in this yeah. game, pro rate that, let's just say he scores like 12 goals. Yeah. No. You probably won't barely see the ice and that's if that's the case. But... That's my thoughts. Like, if you bring him in, great. It's great. It's for the um, it's for the off um, off ice stuff, which is, which is very valuable. You need that somewhere. Oh yeah, like you that. need that for sure. Um, but if you're saying, if you're thinking of it, like, if you're strictly looking at it for on ice, you're gonna be disappointed. Canucks fans are gonna be like, why do we have Phil Kessel here, right? So there will be. That, yeah. That's the thing. So if he does sign, just don't get your hopes up, Canucks fans. Like he's gonna be yeah, don't. the old Phil Kessel. But your overall thoughts before we close off this topic. Um, is there a chance that he could be his old Phil Kessel? Yeah, yeah there's always for sure. A chance. There's always a chance. Like Jonathan Quick. Yeah, like Jonathan Quick is off around. Like two years ago, Jonathan Quick legit led the was one of the main reasons the Kings made the playoffs. Yeah, and forced the game seven against the Oilers last year. He was dreadful, and then this year for the Rangers, he arguably like he's been arguably better than Shosturkin compared yeah. to his, like standards, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And so. There's always a chance, but yeah, I agree with what 100% you said. This is not going to, you know, propel the Canucks into anything, right? It's not going to make them better, right? They will be better off ice. They will have a great teammate, but on ice, you know, you're still going to have, you're still just going to have the same team, basically. Yeah. A um, couple of NHL news to close it out here. Um, Jake, Jacob Markstrom. Sorry, I forgot. Brain you part. forget? <laughs> Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> Might be linked to New Jersey. Not saying it will happen, because New Jersey needs a goalie. Bad. And Mark Markstrom's been incredible, especially in this recent stretch. Uh, that is one of the main reasons why Calgary has been great ever since the ever since they traded for Kuzmenko. Yeah. And the All Star break in general, basically. Uh, it was Jacob Markstrom, right? They beat teams. They beat. They went on their like I think New York trip, right around that area. Yeah. And they did they did really well. I think they only had like one L in that. Yeah. In that trip. Another goalie that could be on the move is UC Soros, and he's linked to the LA Kings. 
So we'll do the we'll do what we did with the NBA playoff thing for the NHL probably next episode, assuming there's not many big news that's gonna happen. But yeah, because here's the thing with the goalies though, no, the goalies usually don't do well in midseason trades, especially if it's a rental. Like we saw Ryan Miller, we saw Mark Andre Fleury who ended up resigning. Yeah, which was at the time was a rental. So we'll see what happens. Can the Kings turn it around with a better goalie? Because Cam Talbot obviously went back down to earth. And then obviously we see what happens to the Devils, but the Devils are just injured in general, right? Yeah. So those are some goalies to keep an eye out on, and we'll see if it happens. I think they should, especially Jacob Markstrom with term, New Jersey should make that move because they didn't have someone since a healthy Corey Schneider, right? Because he was an all-star, Corey Schneider, that one year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But that's it for the NHL at the moment. Let's, the rest are pretty quick, so let's get right into it. Uh, let's talk about the MLB. You could look up at the other news, if anything. But one of the names that we were talking about last time in our Blue Jays rant has officially been signed. It's the guy who I wanted the most. I think you did too as well. Yeah. The most. Yeah. Jorge Soler is officially off the market. We thought people were going to start signing for one plus one type contracts, maybe at the most two years. But he did sign a three-year contract with the San Francisco Giants who made some moves in the offseason to help them get better in that tough division. And uh, have agreed to a three-year, $42 million contract, according to Jeff Passan. By the way, he's only 31 years old. So, yeah. So, he'll boost the lineup once again in San Francisco. And, uh, yeah. He had stints. His last stint was with the Marlins. And he was he the finals MVP or World Series MVP with Atlanta? Or was that someone else? That was someone else. I'm pretty, that was someone else. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was him. But yeah. No, no. <laughs> Was he even there? Yeah. I don't even remember. He, it was like him, Jock Peterson. Yeah. It was... Was it Soler or was it Rosario? Or oh, maybe it's the Rosario. I think it was Rosario. Because, I don't know, whatever that outfield was, they killed it. And it, they were 2021 like... is when they won the championship, right? Yeah, yeah. He was World Series MVP. He was? It was him? Yeah. I, I had a feeling. See, I looked at I it. I thought it was Rosario. He was a two-time World Series champion, 2016 with the Cubs. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then 2021, which is the Braves. And then he also also World Series MVP with the Braves. Wow. I thought it was Rosario. I, I thought it was Rosario too, though. But yeah, he mentioned yeah. the name, but it, w- it was actually him. Oh, that's but crazy. But yeah, so obviously, Blue Jays. I don't know why you guys did not try to get him. Now... I, the only only logical explanation I could see why they did not make the moves we thought they were going to make is because they're probably targeting Juan Soto for next year. That's it. That's the only logical thing I could think of. Bro. That's but you're going to waste a year for no reason, which is what It's not even... Like, yeah, is it logical? Yes. Yeah, like, it's just... It's just out... It's a reach. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like a, is, it's, is it a fair reason? It's, it's going to be... I don't even think it's a fair reason. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. I'm saying that's the logical reason. I'm not huh? saying it's the right thing. Yeah, but the right only logical or? thinking I have for them not making yeah. free agency moves that are lo- like like this exactly is because they're trying to save the money to get who, try to get Juan Soto. Yeah, no, who like, could still do what Otani did and just stay as a Yankee or go to a different team. Like, or even join for, Otani for, if you wanted to. <laughs> bro, <laughs> so, this... Yeah, who knows? Uh... 42 million over three years. Like, how much is that? Right? 42? Yeah. Over three? I say, what, 13? 14. It's 14. Yeah. Yeah, it's 14. So, um, does that really affect? Like, I don't think that affects if you're going to get sold or not. Yeah, anyways. I mean, there's no salary cap. The yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think it affects anyways. It's like... For, it's and not, they're trying to extend, not I much. guess, Bo and Vladi, maybe. I don't know. Bro, you had 60 million in the budget. You only spent... Fifteen million dollars, in total. Right, let's say eighteen because if you throw in Kiner Falefa, 
We'll say twenty million because of Kiermaier as well. We re- resigned Kiermaier. Yeah. You still have forty million. If you spend another fourteen on that, right? Thirty-four million, just over halfway. You still had like around like twenty-six million in budget for next year, plus whoever else is leaving. So money is yeah. There's n- there is no logical explanation yeah. of why did did not make at least one more signing, exactly. especially we're, we're, in the batting wise. We'll cut the Blue Jays talk right now because we already released a video on that as well, which you guys could check out as well. Um, but yeah, so he's off the market. I think other name, another name that will be off the market soon should be J.D. Martinez because I don't see him signing a long-term deal. And we'll see what happens with Bellinger and Chapman. Are yeah. they going to sign midway through the year? I don't know. Brilliant. If I'm the Jays at this point, just run it. If it looks like you're running it back, you might as well bring back Chapman at this point. Yeah, just for a year. Might and as well. Because at least, at least you'll get some a sort of elite defense. You'll get elite defense, yeah. That is for sure. All right. So, uh, that's the baseball talk. Any signing? Nothing. Or, nothing? Okay. UFC officially back with 298. A better card than last time. Problem is, we ha- just have a Surrey Soccer League playoff game. <laughs> on that night, so yeah. we're probably going to miss most of the main event. But a good card, the main event being Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ilya Teporia, who's undefeated. Um, we had Nick Baldwin on the podcast. Once again, check check that uh, episode out. It's our trailer right at the moment. We also dropped a clip of on our YouTube shorts, Instagram, Real TikTok, of him making his prediction. And he has said... Ilya Teporia is the guy to go. I haven't watched much of Teporia, so we're not going to comment he, on a prediction. Honestly, I know you're a Volk guy. I'm a Volk guy. So you're going to be biased and pick Volk I'm going to be biased and pick Volk anyways. Yeah, you're right. You have no reason to go against what he has yeah, done no, except no for reason. the Makachev fight. No reason. The only thing is, the only one concern I have for Volk is I don't know how much time he had really to recover. He um, said he's ready to go for UFC 300. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't trust him. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do not believe one word that Volk says if that he's ready or not because yeah. he's clearly not. Um, so, yeah, that's just BS. In my opinion, but you know, um, Nick Baldwin has it close, right? He's like, he's like, it's very 50 50, so I don't think you could really go any wrong. Yeah, the fact that he retweeted well. my tweet because we did that episode a while ago, yeah, I think confirms that he's still riding with Taporia, yeah. So, but he said himself, it's gonna be very close, yeah, it should be one of the main, like, main events of the year, right? And it's obviously like including whatever is on schedule now, but like, Taporia and Volkanovsky could be the could be a fight of the year candidate, yeah. For sure. Not our words, Nick Baldwin's words. <laughs> well, I don't think he said fight the year, but like. Well, he he said that's the fight he's looking forward to the most. Most, yeah. So, yeah. So that's one of the fights. Obviously, you're riding with your boy Volkanovski. I'm just want to see a good fight, whether it be before or, or sorry, not before. Obviously, after the fight was over, to watch it again. But we'll see how that goes. Other two fights that we honestly four out of the five fights we might care about slightly: Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa for the middleweight division. That could potentially be a title consideration if it's not Ilya. I oh, think sorry, not Ilya. I think Whitaker's uh, gonna get it. I think Whitaker's. Paul Costa's fourteen and two himself. His only loss came against Izzy, or As other well. loss it was against Izzy. Yeah. He was supposed to fight Hamza, but then he had injury. I guess. Yeah. No, uh, Whitaker obviously again two of his seven losses were against Izzy as well, so both of them. Obviously, I have nothing against Izzy at the moment. But, yeah, I think that's a good fight to see. I don't know if that's five rounders. That's just a classic, yeah. yeah. It's probably three. No, because like they announced some of these co-mains are now, like, five round. Is that the co-main? Like I think Dustin Borgia is a co-main. Yeah. And he's a five-round fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this one's a, a five-rounder. Yeah. Because it's a co-main. That's the this is point. a co-main, right? Uh, Welterweight, undefeated Ian Geary, 13-0. and 0. He's like that... Irish guy, remember? Yeah, yeah. Who, who had a crazy knockout? Yeah. Who was calling out Stephen Thompson? Who of what is it, Sweet Hands? Is his name? I think. Yeah, yeah. But right now he's fighting a guy named Jeff Neal. So let's see how this fight was supposed to happen 
I think not last month, but the two, the um, I think it was Edwards one. Edwards one. Yeah. And he got like seriously sick or something. I don't know what it was, but that's one. And the one that we also might the second fight of the day, Henry Cejudo is back, versus Mirab Devalashvili. He was on Aljo's thing. This guy was supposed to fight. He was supposed to be the number one contender, but he didn't want to fight Aljo. Yeah. Right. And Dana yeah. called both of these guys out saying, oh, you didn't want to fight Aljo and Suhudo should have not retired in the first place. But Henry Cejudo, I don't know if I'm saying which one's right, Suhudo or Cejudo. Suhudo, Suhudo, I don't know. <laughs> but either way, Henry said he will retire if he loses his fight once and for all. If he wins, then he wants the winner of Chito, Chito Vera and uh, uh, Sugar, Sugar Sean. Sean. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's a good card. Very good card. It's Hopefully, a very good card. I get yeah. to tune in as well. And the other big news coming out of UFC is that the co-main of or the main event of UFC 300 will be announced during this uh, weekend. Oh wow! During yeah. the card itself, people are saying that. Like and yeah, so right now they're saying that it's um, Hamza versus I forgot who, um, Edwards. The oh issue, wow! Issue yeah. they're saying that is because Hamza has trouble fighting in the US. First, so they're saying that they don't know if we'll be able to get him in. Yeah. I think that's the latest one I saw. Obviously, the logical one seems to be Bilal and Leon. Leon, and then like Nick said, it could be Drickus versus Izzy, but then Drickus has to come back after that beatdown. It's down. tough. It's, it's tough, tough. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't think John Jones will be back in time. So it, I think the only logical one is Izzy's coming back, or it's gonna be Hamza versus someone. Yeah. Or Leon. But people saying uh, Dana missed an opportunity. Should have done a Super Bowl <laughs> announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I guess, yeah, we'll see in the UFC 298, um, the main event for UFC 300. It sucks because it just, it didn't really work against. It worked, everything that was, everything that can go wrong, main event-wise, did go wrong because you have a lot of fighters unavailable. Either yeah. injured, either recently fighting, and uh, either due to fasting or Ramadan in, uh, yeah, because the obvious one would have been Makachev yeah. all day, every day, right? So yeah, let's move on to some shocking NFL news, which is Steve Wilkes has been let go of his defensive I coordinator duties in the San Francisco 49ers after an incredible performance for three and a half quarters, three quarters, um, holding the Chiefs to ten or less points. So I have issues with this. I really do. Yeah. So realistically, like, if you think about it, right, like, it's not it's the special teams is what gave Chiefs momentum. Yeah. Right. So it, Wilkes had an incredible game um, in the Super Bowl. So I do not understand this at all. Yes. Th- did the Niners defense look, if you look at it as the season as a whole, did the Niners defense, was it as good when Robert Sala was in control? Was it as good as D'Amico? No. But there was, you still made a Super Bowl. You still you performed well. You held them was it less than twenty points before overtime? Yeah, it was a nineteen nineteen game. Yeah, right. So it was less yeah. than twenty points before overtime. Because ultimately they hit a field goal and they hit the touchdown to win, yeah. right? So I don't know. This is this is the biggest scapegoat I've seen. I'm not saying Steve Wilkes did a like you said, a great job compared to D'Amico and compared Robert. Compared to, yeah. Compared he, to them, but I still didn't think it, I still thought he did a great enough job to at least win that game. This game was on Kyle Shanahan. We've, we said that clearly. You could check a reaction from last episode yeah. of the Super Bowl. So the fact that he's announced that he's gone, I, I don't know if there's any upgrade. I don't know if there's external upgrade or not. We'll see what the case is. Um, Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I don't see why he, he's the fall guy for no reason. Imagine the scenes 
if Bill Belichick's or DC. No chance. <laughs> Zero chance. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying like, that's the only thing I could think of. If, if Bill will only take it if he has, uh, he just wants to be in a football team yeah. setting again. Like it, that's Otherwise, he has no reason to do that. But that's the only upgrade out there yeah. externally. Exactly. My point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So again, I if then internally, what, what's the point? It's his staff. It doesn't matter. Right. I, I, it has. They they have to see something externally that we're just missing out right now, or like something like that. That it's just incredible that we're just might be so stupid that we don't realize this name is available. Yeah, I I don't know. I I just feel like this is the biggest scapegoat. Yeah, for sure. Um, this this was not the reason why they lost that Super Bowl. This was not the reason why your regular season was tear. Like you had a great regular season. I saw that three week stretch and obviously the Baltimore game. I understand you guys didn't start off hot in the playoffs, uh, like in the first quarter and so. But you got better as that game went on. You made the Super Bowl. And then yeah, you made the Super Bowl. You kept Patrick Mahomes below twenty points, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Ultimately, you're gonna end up giving him chances. This game was strictly on the offense, losing it for them. We all said that. We all know that. Kyle Shanahan should fire himself if that was the case. But obviously, <laughs> yeah. that ain't going to happen. And again, I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan should lose his job. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying Steve Wilkes should definitely not be losing his job. That's Unless sure. there was something internal that happened. For example, Adrian Griffin and uh, Terry Stotts. They had beef or something? Yeah. Or if it was like, yo, Wilkes is like, yo, if we don't win the Super Bowl, fire me. Type yeah, of thing. Like I some don't sort know. Of, so some sort of inside promise that we don't know. Yeah, no, this is definitely surprising. As Shanahan apparently said he has expected all of his co- uh, coaching staff to return. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I'm missing anything. No, I don't think we are, I don't man. know if the players are not bought into him, if that's the fact. They didn't like the system, but I don't know. I'm strictly going on the news that Shanahan let him go. And I, like I said, I don't think, because remember he did call the time and he wasn't a fan of certain plays. But again, the Super Bowl was lost because you... The your offense. game planning wasn't there, and you did not have the team prepared with the overtime rules. It was the offense. Yeah. It was on the offense. And the preparation of the overtime. Yeah. Uh, last thing, let's close it out. Champions League. It's um, underway. Three out of the four games that we said. Um, not surprises. City ended up winning 3-1. Yeah, it was took them a little bit of time to put Copenhagen away. Again, I feel like they'll just come out and win like 5 nothing the next game anyways. Real Madrid barely won. They won one nothing. Uh, PSG, we thought, was going to be one of the upset teams to watch out for. They handled business and won 2 nothing. The one team we put on upset alert did not handle their business is Bayern Munich, who lost to Lazio 1-0. So, I, again, I didn't get the chance to watch the game because we had, like, a work-lunch thing. So, I was yeah. in the lounge with the employees. So, normally, I would have watched the game. Is Thomas Tuchel done? I, I don't know how he's still here. Is <laughs> Harry Kane and Eric Dyer a curse? I, I do not know. <laughs> like, Harry Kane actually is a curse. Yeah. Like, he actually is a curse. There's no way you go to the Bundesliga and lose with Bayern Munich. Yeah. There's no chance. So, I'm just really confused in the fact that, like, I don't know how Tuchel still has a job. I, I genuinely do not Here's know. Here's the thing. People love to talk about Man United and their r- ch- coaching carousel. Chelsea, coaching carousel. We already talked about Mourinho as a coach side of things. Barcelona is now a coaching carousel. No one talks so much about Bayern. But the thing, the thing is this. Bayern doesn't, like, fire after his coaches. They, they, they leave himself. Like, not, they should have not fired Nagelsmann in the first place. I know that that's clear. That's Yeah. That, I know, but, like, Hansi Flick, he left for a Germany job. Yeah, fair. He, like, uh, their best team was with Flick. Right? Yeah, and what I they get did, Pep left, too. I get yeah, that. Pep left, too. So... It's it's a mix. Don't get me wrong. Do they but who's the do they deserve to be blasted? Yes, they they've been absolutely dreadful. There's Don't a zero percent chance they're getting Klopp. No. 
Like I'm giving, I'm saying zero percent. Oh, there's no chance of Klopp. Yeah, unless Klopp's a snake. So that's the only other way I could think about it. And those of you that don't get it, he used to coach Dortmund. That's why. Yeah, um, Tuchel's got to be gone. Chelsea, first of all, made a mistake by letting Tuchel go. And I guess that put eyes in Bayern Munich that, oh, Tuchel, what he did with Chelsea was, well, we should fire Nagelsmann. And For no reason. Say. And it, it made no sense. And now look at you. You guys almost blew it last year. I, I was confident by saying Bayern Munich is a thing. Like the fact that Man United almost beat him earlier in the year, both times, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were in both games. In Alliance Arena as yeah. well. So, or stadium. I forget which one's the arena, which one's the stadium, because Juventus has a similar name. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't get it. We were right that this is the one, probably the bigger upset alert, and it is. So, yeah. we'll see how this goes. A couple of more league losses, or one or two more losses, I think Tukal's gone. And I wonder who they will replace him. And then they're already, like, pretty far off. I think they're, like, what, six points off? Xabi Alonso jump ship, because Xabi Alonso off? used to play for Bayern Munich. That's true, too. He could right? jump ship, so yeah. Liverpool, I mean, if that's the case, I hope that happens, because the Liverpool will have competition. <laughs> to get Xabi Alonso, right? Because yeah, like, that's we've, true. We've penciled in Xabi Alonso to be Liverpool. and like honestly, like, the way that like have Bayern Munich just like run the Bundesliga, they always take like other. Like, they took Leroy, Leroy Sané, right? No, like, but that was from City. That was from City. Um, but they took like Lewandowski the directly, t- Goretzka, directly, yeah, Goretzka, directly as well. Uh, yeah, all these guys directly. So, yeah, like I won't be surprised if they get Xabi Alonso, but yeah, I think Tuchel has got to be gone by the end of the year. Um, if for not sure. even before, I will not yeah, be for surprised. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll close it out there. Once again, we appreciate you guys, everybody, for watching. Um, obviously, with an emotional start, we talked a lot of, of, of fun little combos. I think this is one of our best pods yet, in my opinion, <laughs> considering how tired I am from work. But once again, we appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Help us get to that 500, that YouTube partnership goal. Make sure you guys check out the YouTube shorts, TikToks, and Instagram reels. Follow those socials linked down below. Audio listeners, once again, download it, rate, and review it. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.